What's up, everybody? It's your girl, No Tagline Wit here. So this episode is a little bit different. We are doing a throwback. So we're doing a rerun of an episode we recorded earlier on in the podcast. Um, This is the episode rerun of Lupin. And don't know if you know, but... uh, It's a Netflix series. It released in 2021 with a part one and part two um, way back in 2021. And it's coming back with season three on October 5th. Um, So that's like a week or two away. So that being the case, we are running the rerun episode of our review of Lupin and excitedly looking forward to season three. So we hope you all enjoy here it is. funny to me and I, I just for some reason the drawing always always irritated me i was like why do they look so two-dimensional like i hated how the two bad guys their legs look like such like rectangles <laughs> it didn't look you know like they look so flat and squarish you mean, like prepare the, and, for trouble those two i and make, make it, it double. double i don't know the rest oh, i forgot man. the rest too those are the only words i remember now that you said yeah, it. yeah now i can't remember either yeah but I was like, why are their legs so square? And then you look Team at Digimon. Rocket and it was, it was, off into it was, outer space. It was just so much more formed. And I was just like, yeah, the drawing for this is so much better. <laughs> and I like that the animal, the the Digimon talks to them. I like. I was like, finally, because I was like, I don't speak Pika. Pika I don't speak. Pika, I don't speak Pika. Jiggly. And I was like, how is she saying Jiggly? Exactly. I don't speak Squirtle. So I was like. How is Squirtle saying Squirtle, Jigglypuff saying Jigglypuff, and Pika saying Pika, and they understand each other? It blew my, like, it didn't make sense to me when I was a kid. (laughs) I was like, how are they understanding each other when they're, like, speaking different words? They're just speaking their name in different emphasis. (laughs) Like, it literally bothered me, and I was like, yes. It's the same way that Groot. (laughs) I am Groot. I am Groot. Yeah, I, I, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it either. I am Groot. Oh, God, I don't know. I guess it's because it's a tonal language. But you're just saying the same thing over and over. And I was like, I am. It's English. <laughs> anyway, I love Digimon. I was like uh, yeah. so into it. it I never watched a new like, iteration. but I haven't either. It makes me want to like go back and rewatch. I know. I was so into it. I love the characters, um, the, especially the first season with all the different People, I love the angsty character. There was like those, two, like these two brothers. One, I forgot their names. We're happy and we're singing and we're coloring. He had like this wolf one. He basically he always remind me of Sasuke. You know those like moody, brooding anime characters. Yeah, I can't remember which one was the brooding like one. one. I only remember like the the main dude. Well, it's like in my mind's eye, I can only like picture. Like his name was main. Ty. The first, the main uh, one was yeah, Ty. Yeah, Ty, and he kind of looked like his hair was kind of like Dragon Ball Z esque. <laughs> um, and then he also kind of remember goggles, Na- think, Naruto right? too. Did Naruto have goggles? No, Naruto didn't have goggles. But he had goggles, I think. He had goggles. Yeah. Yep. And then he kind of reminded me of the main guy on Pokemon too. He kind of reminded me of like it's a oh, mixture. Oh, so oh, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Ash. Ash, yes. Ash Ketchum. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he reminded me of like a mixture of people. So I just was like, yeah, but I get his character. And then you had the Sasuke one that was just like his um, his nemesis. Not nemesis, his like rival. They were all supposed to be on the same team. But yeah, now I, I, I might go back and watch Digimon because it was a really good show. <laughs> it was good. It was good. Uh, we're recording, by the way. Oh, hey. What's up, What's up everybody? Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back. Burning. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah sorry guys we had a little bit, bit of a hide we were supposed to have produced our episode earlier but uh bola was dealing with some family issues life happens life yes happens. life happens so but we want to make sure we came back with our two episode a month thing we promised that so y'all just gonna do what y'all gonna get two episodes a week this Whoa! week y'all gonna get two awesome episodes this week and i'm i just was telling whitney that this month is our caper heist theme okay yeah Yeah. (laughs) we love it and so for today's episode y'all we are going to be talking about lupon Yes, I know you know it. You, I know you're excited. I can just feel you like, yeah, I love that show too. Yes, we love <laughs> that show as well. Um, Lupin, um, I'm sorry. I keep saying it the French way because I took French in school and I love French, the language. Um, so I'm always like, Lupin. And everyone's like, what are you talking about? Lupin. I'm like, okay, got it. Now, got I it. say Lupin as well, but only because there was an anime called Lupin the Third. Ah. And then, of course, everyone knows Lupin as well from Harry Potter. Lupin was one like a beloved teacher. Oh, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But the no, wolf. No. But I, I say Lupin. Okay, so I like to say it in the French. I was like Lupin, and I was like, and you I, know, like when I like watched it, like mm-hmm. I rewatched it in preparation for this episode. But when I first started watching it, I watched two episodes, and then I kind of fell off because I get show ADD mm-hmm. and start skipping around. And then that's I why I don't know why you binge because it's like when you get show, it's like just follow up like once. Like, the shows that come out sequentially, where it's, like, one after the next week, I feel like that would be better for you than to just binge all at once. Since you do get show 80, you'd be like, oh, uh, let me go watch this. But it's all available to you, so you know you can watch it later. When if you don't know, you could just watch it at once, and I'm like, okay, oh, next week, there's another episode. I just think it would be better for you. <laughs> I like my way. I like my way. But anyway, like, I was telling my mom, no, wait, my mom was telling me about it, and I had actually already watched, like, maybe a couple episodes. And she was telling me about this show. And she was like, yeah, it's got the dude from The Blacklist on there. I was like, he was on The Blacklist? She was was like, he yeah. on Blacklist? He, apparently he was in like a couple episodes of The mm. Blacklist, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was telling me about it. She was like, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh. I was like, I'm not used to you watching like, um, you know, like subtitle stuff. She was like, what are you talking about? It's not in subtitles. It's in English. I'm like, no, it's not. It's in French. She was mm-hmm. like, I watched it in English. And I'm like, what? But apparently her settings are like, I guess set for like english no matter yeah. what the thing is yeah so and I, was like, and I being a purist yes like i always want to watch in the original language and i will read <laughs> me too and i'm you know that's me too all day because i've always grown up watching i love hearing languages i don't know why it's just a thing with me mm-hmm. i love hearing language even though, even if i don't understand it, i just like hearing it whether it's music movies songs i love it i will even learn a song in another language just so I can like form different words with my mouth, be like, yes, you know. The only I love song it. I can think of right now is like the um, what was it called? Drago Stidente, Blaisha Blaisha, Numa Numa Ye, Numa Numa Ye, Numa 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 Ye, Something Something Drago Stidente. Oh yeah. <laughs> 
Wow. <laughs> Man, I wish we had a clip of that. Just like, hear what we're talking about. There's an old song. Like, yeah, that was from like high school. I don't even know. Was that like a, a game, a song for a game? I don't think so. I remember because like one of my friends like introduced it to me and I saw like the music video, which, oh, this is actually very appropriate. Happy Pride Month, everybody. Because oh, yeah. that music video is so gay. It's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> like rainbows and everything it is fantastic i need to find the video i don't think i ever watched the video but i've heard that song because it's like i'm not gonna lie it has like an annoying like rip um repetitive tune because it's like and you just like <laughs> what was that that was that was the beginning of the song you know it's like what language is that salut one I don't of the think like, it was Nordic French. type of was like I Norwegian think. or something. Yeah, okay. like Swedish or something. I yeah. Think. How do we get on this? <laughs> I just was like, wait. I don't how do we? Go? Uh, oh, we were talking about languages. <laughs> we were talk- yeah, you were talking about how you listen to lo- songs in other languages, and I was thinking to yeah. myself that the only some one of the only songs I could that just like popped into my mind that I've listened to in its original language is Dragostainente, which I don't know what it means at all. Mm, it probably some weird. But language they also thing. had it like no, actually they didn't have it in um this movie that i watched on netflix called um the mitchells versus the machines have you mm-hmm. watched that no you told me about that yes it's so good but actually they weren't even singing that song they were singing like some rap version I, whose song was it because somebody sampled it mm. i haven't i don't know i haven't seen it so well anyway I somebody can't sampled it like later years um part of the song for that like song? a hip-hop song mm. and they were singing that version of it but i always knew like the original, the original one i remember i remember that yeah but um actually i was reading an article uh today My. oh My. was that part of it too yeah that's oh, part of the same wow. song so that's the part of the song they sampled the my my oh my my oh yeah wow okay that was such an interesting song (laughs) i don't remember seeing a video for that but i do remember all of that (laughs) um but i actually was reading an article earlier today um about how netflix is allowing people to be especially americans Mm -hmm. to uh the beauty of or the appreciation of foreign language films and foreign made work that so many uh, Netflix is allowing exposure to so many different um, movies, TV shows made you in foreign what? languages, it's and people are exposing themselves to it and they're loving it mm-hmm. because, like, I'm sure they probably already always had it there, but they're starting to like, I guess, put like the trailers and stuff at the top for things mm-hmm. that aren't in your like your own native language. Because I'm sure they've had, like, plenty of, well, I mean, I don't, I don't know about plenty, but I'm sure they've had, like, foreign language stuff on there. But now it's, like, even if you're, like, in the United States, they're, like, still showing you stuff from, like, France or or mm-hmm. um, whatever other countries. South like, Korean, there's, like, this one called Spain. Ragnarok that's, like. Yes, and it's actually from, like, the culture that Ragnarok, yeah. I think, and they're I like, want to say Norwegian. And they're, like. I don't know. No, I'm sorry if I got it wrong. That's the word I'm looking for. They spotlight it for you mm-hmm. so that you're like, oh, that looks interesting. Whereas think, I think before, like maybe in earlier years, they would have only spotlighted stuff. Yeah. Maybe that's why I just got a um, recommendation like in the spotlight for Working Moms, which is like Canadian. Mm-hmm. Though they could have recommended that to me before because it's English. But it's just uh, that was funny, by the way. Working okay. mom is hilarious. <laughs> I haven't finished it, but like it's it's so funny, <laughs> <hilarious>. <laughs> and it's so like 
I don't know, raw too. Like it's funny, and they're just like just doing the most. <laughs> okay, working moms plugging it, plugging it, y'all. Check it out. Yeah, um, we'll, but, we'll throw it in the short show notes. But I really like we that. Throw all this stuff. We'll put we'll put Dragostide in Tay. We'll find like a music video for it. So oh, you guys get please, happy Pride I need to Mom. See that. We'll put that in there. Yeah, <laughs> I need to see this video. Um, but yeah, I just was well, one. I've always known. Yeah, we need to just be open to that. I've always been on, I'm ahead of the time. Just, just, I've been ahead of the time for a while on this kind of stuff. But I'm actually glad that now more people are like just being open to it. And yes, some stuff is dubbed. So like, like your mom um, listened to it in English and I didn't even realize it was even dubbed, but like a lot of stuff has the option so that you could listen to it in English instead mm-hmm. of the original language. But uh, again, I just, I know the guy speaks French and I love to hear his voice. Mm. Um, so I, I was like, I'd love to watch a French film in France. It's filmed in France and I'm like, I want it, all the Frenchness in there. So I listened to it in the original language and I read the subtitles and me and my sister loved it. We just, that's what we did. My mom watched it with us, but again, my mom, all of us, we watch foreign films all the time. Mm. So they reading subtitles in here in different languages is not a problem for us. Par for the course. Really. But I just like that <laughs> they're not letting, uh, I mean, dubbing helps so that you don't let the work just pass you by because you have the issue where I don't like to read subtitles titles mm-hmm. so i i really would prefer people watch the the movie in the show and you know there's another thing one of my friends recommended a um series to me that i haven't watched yet what is it? it's another heist type thing oh um it's money heist yes money i know heist. i need to watch that and it's originally yeah. spanish as in from yeah. spain i think yeah, yeah. and I, ha- I just haven't gotten a chance to it yet because i know i will have to read so i know i have to, it involves a little bit more work whereas mm-hmm. something else that you don't have to read you can kind of you know Mm-hmm. be a little bit more I, or less intentional because I guess, there's really. so many seasons of that show i even like thought i should just listen to it in the dub but i will i'd have to look at the whole thing and see if it'll bother me because you know you can kind of tell when something's dubbed even though they do really good mm-hmm. with the timing you can tell something's dubbed yeah, yeah and i'm just like am i down for that no I'd rather suffer through the stuff. It's not even <laughs> suffering for me. <laughs> I'd rather just go through the t- subtitles and I rewind if I need to. Did I miss something? Rewind. So I'm going to check and see because sometimes I don't like it when I can tell something's dubbed. Mm-hmm. The only time it's not a problem is when it's anime because, you, you know, it's a cartoon anyway. Yeah. But I still sometimes go back and just listen to Japanese <laughs> and still <laughs> prefer that too. Oh, Speaking of anime, I'm just going to bring this up real quick. Do you know they are making a live action of Cowboy Bebop? I did. I've known for like over a year, actually. (laughs) I'm actually excited to see, what's his name from Harold and Kumar? Um... Um, I think his name is John Cho or John yeah, John Cho. John Cho. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see him in there because he's like I, I'm excited to see like more Asian actors coming to the forefront, stuff, like yeah. leads and stuff. Because mm-hmm. I'm like John Cho is hot. He'll be cool as Spike. He already had the hair for it when I when I saw the um little oh teaser thing. You seen him with the hair? I mm-hmm. have not. He grew his hair out so he could look like it. And I was oh, like, oh my no. god. You got, okay, you got to put that in the show notes as well because I want to see that as well. It was just like a small little teaser thing where you know that he's going to be in it, then this other chick is going to be in it, and then the black guy, I wish I remember his name. Jet he black. was the... Yes. He <laughs> Sorry, was I'm the, pointing. You guys can't see. I'm pointing because I've got because Cowboy, she Cowboy Bebop, all like. up in the studio here, y'all. <laughs> Um, and this is one of her favorite anime, so that's why I was I had to bring it up so that she would know. <laughs> I was like, just in case you didn't know. Um, but the guy who played the villain in um, Luke Sid Cage... Vicious. Oh, 
in oh, Luke Cage, oh, the TV Lucas, version. Sorry, I thought you were talking yeah, about Yeah, the guy who played... No, because I don't know anything about Cowboy Bebop. I've never watched it. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, Sid Vicious is the villain. That's Cowboy why I was looking Bebop. forward to the show, so I was like, finally, I can see what this is about. <laughs> You should watch uh, the just show. Just I know. I just haven't I gotten actually into own it. the movie. I don't own the series, but I own the movie on like um, DVD, which of course I never go into my DVDs because it's so much effort to take out a DVD and put it in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he plays that character. Um, but I just liked seeing him again because I really thought he was such a good villain in um, Luke Cage, the the series on Netflix. Well, wait, wait, Disney which, Luke Cage. Who's playing? He's a black actor. Um, he's a tall black actor. Is he, he the original seen... villain? The one who got killed? No, by... I don't think he was a villain. I think he's just playing one of the characters in... No, no, I'm talking about in Luke Cage. You said he was a villain, right? Yeah, in but season two. Being... Oh, season two. I didn't. I haven't watched season the two. The Jamaican? He's the Jamaican. I haven't watched season oh, okay. So you might not know who he is. Yeah. But I'm, I'm going to show you. I'm going to send you the, uh, the link, the thing. And I'm going to post it for you guys, too, in case y'all like it. You guys can see as well. Okay, so I just want to go into what I'm blurting out about, y'all. And it's summer. I'm just blurting out about you guys. Things are finally, like, opening up. I'm just loving going out doing things. Summer, summer, summertime. (laughs) I love it. I just like, like seeing people out and about doing things. And it's just so nice to be somewhere and feel free to hug your friends again. I mean, yeah, I'm vaccinated fully, yes, but I just, and you know, some people you still need to be cautious because I know some people don't, and you know, you, you also want to be careful because you're like people's comfort level. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, for those people, they wear their mask. That's cool. If I want to wear one, I wear it. If I don't, I just keep it moving because I have been vaccinated, um, and the restrictions have um uh, have have been taken down. So, but I just love that. I feel like we're finally getting. I know COVID's not over, but it's like we're getting through it. We're getting we're past it. We're coming out the other side. This too shall pass. So Indeed. I'm just learning out about being able to go places and do things and the restrictions lifting. And I don't know about y'all, but that just deserves a yeehaw. <laughs> I would have gone for a yeehaw, but all right. I know, I know. That was so <laughs> random. <laughs> Uh, my second blurt out is um kind of related because of course we had Juneteenth recently, mm-hmm. this past mm-hmm. weekend, which was my birthday. Hey, hey birthday. Hey. Happy birthday to you. Get it. Happy birthday to you. Sing it. Happy birthday. <laughs> Thank you, Whitney. Yeah, um, and Whitney uh, got me a lovely gift, um, which I will be talking about in the next episode, not this episode, <laughs> because she knows it's like my new like obsession. So <laughs> I will talk about the next episode. Like, yeah, Bola had like a, a full on like blurred out with me yesterday, <laughs> like where she gave me like a thirty minute rundown about this next thing that she's gonna blur. Well, she, what she's gonna blurt out. No, I'm not gonna lie, I, but it was like really engaging. It made me even more interested in it. I swear, like, after the fact, Whitney, I was like when I was driving home. <laughs> or oh, I was driving to the um, to meet you where we were going. Mm-hmm. I was like, maybe I should have just calmed down because I did the same thing to my sister every time I talk about these. Books. No, but it, like, she's it like, made me more You just go so in, and you're just so excited, and she thinks that she, my sister, is, that thinks because I love uh, writing and world building, and mm-hmm. it's the writing of these books that I love so much. But now I'll talk about it in the next episode, y'all. But that's but, what like drew me in because it was like you were so excited about it that I got more excited about it. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna actually read them now. Yeah, I would. Uh, the read the books. The book, oh, never mind. Let's just <laughs> anyway. That's not part of my blurt out. Um, <laughs> I just want to say that I really think. Um, but Juneteenth is also my birthday is June nineteenth, of course. But Juneteenth is also a celebration for everybody. Um, I've been hearing the Twitter chatter where yeah, I think a holiday is great. Is nice. 
But however, I do feel like I understand people where they're talking about how, yeah, the holiday kind of placates, but it doesn't address the issues that black people are talking about or facing. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember I was watching a video clip where somebody's like, yeah, but can we get a stop a black hate bill like the Asians did? Or can we get an anti-lynching bill passed? Can we do that? Like, let's fix some stuff instead of just like, oh, we feel bad about this. We recognize it. Let's just give them a holiday. Um, so it's, I, it's a bit of, I don't know what to call it, but I understand. But for Juneteenth, I decided to go to the exhibit at the VMFA, which is one of my favorite places in Richmond. It's probably my very favorite place to go in Richmond. For those of you, if there are any, there might not be any, who aren't our <laughs> friends or the two crickets who listen to our podcast. <laughs> if you're Why not you put Virgin- us out like that? We got <laughs> listeners. We got listeners. If you're not in Virginia, Virginia anonymous. the VMFA is the Virginia Museum of Fine Arts. Just yes, it's a beautiful, wonderful place where we just, it's just our spot. It's beautiful. Come I love it. And we'll be in a world of pure imagination. And art. <laughs> Um, but like they had a new exhibit <laughs> called The Dirty South, which was about black culture, um, history through sound and art. And it was so cool. There were some pieces that are so moving. And I just felt like for the first time in one of the exhibits, I felt like I really just like I really read a lot of the placards to read to understand stuff. Mm-hmm. I really was looking into what these pieces meant or I was moved by certain pieces mm. or I felt that I could talk with my African experience, um, heritage experience. I remember uh, like my friends were like, Oh, you should be a professor. after this," <laughs> Cause I was talking about so many different things because I always like read and I just absorb information. That's what I do. Mm. I'm the sponge y'all the sponge, <laughs> but I really would recommend everybody go out and look at that because that exhibit was really good it was nice to see so many different people all different races Mm -hmm. um when we went to the exhibit um it was great on juneteenth so it was a bunch of people there um and i really appreciated that and i really liked the experience so i would say if you live in richmond virginia go get a ticket and if you're a state employee you can get a free ticket so no excuses (laughs) um but the the exhibit was really nice and i really felt like it was a good celebration of the black history, trauma, beauty, ratchetness, everything all together of black America. I really thought it was great. So that was my two blurred outs. All right. Yeah. Gig it. What about you, Whitney? You ain't blurred about nothing? Um, well, I, get, I think I kind of mentioned what I'm kind of blurred out about right now, which was just like within the that last song. days. That <laughs> song? <laughs> <I mean, laughs> no, no, no. Um, working Moms is what um, I'm blurred out about right now. Okay. Though I will add in... Um, the Mitchells versus the Machines as well, just okay. to reemphasize with Bola mm-hmm. that she should watch it because so uh, much to watch, y'all. So much to watch. But it's like it's it's a movie, so it's not like a series, so it's not as much investment as like a full series, as far even, as like the amount of time. You know, even Raya and the Dragon are are no longer part of the premiere access. Oh, so it's yeah. like now nah, I need to go watch that. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, I was like, okay, I need to watch that too. So it's like the list is just. Oh man, and then we. we <laughs> In the Heights is coming out. Yeah, so much new stuff. And then Never Have I Ever is coming out with season two, which is another little uh, Asian-American with the Indian-American girl. The Indian girl. Oh, my gosh. Again, um, um, Shang-Chi is coming out soon. Oh, yeah. And the Five Fists. Is it Five? Ten Fists? Ten Rings. Ten Rings. I'm just like. But Black Widow comes out before that, I thought. Oh, you're probably right. 
You're right. Black Widow does come out before that. But I don't know when that's coming out. Uh, Black Widow comes out like July 9th, I believe. Okay, so we will be going to watch that. <laughs> yes, we will. Because I've been waiting to I watch love, that forever. Black Widow is my girl. Like, when, what was it? Iron Man 2, when she like. When she pulled up in there and did this pose. I was like, like, oh, snap. She's a G. Right, get it, Scarlet. I see you. <laughs> and that's the first time I've ever seen her in something like that. So it was great. Yeah, it is. I still prefer her with the with the red hair than the blonde in the past. Yeah, um, I think like red hair just really really suits her. I like the idea that okay, she's a character but she's a person, and then she's just like, well, maybe Natasha was just like, I need to change my hair color this like this year. So that's why that's how I took it because I was like, why is she blonde in this season? Like, I mean, in this episode, I mean, my bad, in this movie, <laughs> I was like, why is she blonde right now? But then I like the idea of like, oh she's a character she's like just like any of us i want to change my hair color i want to change my hair color so that's kind of how i saw it and i was like yeah she's a person who changes way, her Bola look is fuchsia right now you guys yes <laughs> and i'm loving it i'm loving it i get well, so much compliments you guys will see you guys will see Bola will post like the instagram preview. our videos yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right so we're done blurting out and we're gonna get into lupin, lupin. yes and so right off the bat um, I was excited to see this because of the main actor. So the main actor's name is Omar C. He's a French, I would say a Senegalese French actor because he was born in Senegal and then his family m- immigrated to France where he grew up and then he started off his life as a comedian. Really. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Huh. He was just doing a comic. He would do like bits and skits and stuff because um, I think it's so interesting that like, in France, like here... Inner cities are full of poor people, my, my, uh, immigrants, all that kind of stuff. And then the suburbs always have the richer people. Mm-hmm. But in France, it's the opposite. Huh. So in, the cities are for the rich people. Mm-hmm. And then they call them the bon, uh, uh Those places are called the suburbs. And they are full of, like, the shanties, the projects, the um, places. That's where you see all the um, immigrant classes. And so he grew up in one of those places. Um, didn't know that. Yeah. So, um, I just was learning all about his life and things cause I really like him. So one, he's like a dark skin, very African looking, very like French very dapper, but he has this charm about him. He has such a unique look and I just find him handsome anyway, but he just was so charming. Mm-hmm. And the first time I saw him was in the movie Untouchables where he played like a guy who was, um, taking care of a, a terminal person who was about wheelchair bound. He was a rich guy, this rich, white, French, like, I would say, what's the good word? Um, not a socialite, but just someone in a high class, a rich French person. And, but he was disabled and stuck in a chair. Mm. And then for some reason, he ke- he can't, he couldn't keep, like, people, ta- caretakers. Mm-hmm. And then this black guy just was like, he ended up getting in there, and he was just, like, the best uh, caretaker he ever had because he didn't treat him like his status. Mm. He just treated him like, you're, you're a guy. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to relate to you. He's like, I don't care how rich you are. I'm going to re- relate to you. Be real. And that's what he needed. Instead of the people who are priming and pampering and like whimpering over him. Mm-hmm. He wanted somebody who treated him like a regular person. Hmm. And so it was actually very, even though it was funny parts, it was so moving. And I was like, this guy is amazing. But he was also in um, one of the X-Men movies. New class. He was in. Who was he? I don't know. Uh, girl, I have to look that up for you. Omar C has done a lot of things since then. So he's now become like a big international star. So I just wanted to see him again in something where, but I like that he was the lead. I was like, a French black dude is the lead of this whole show. 
yeah, no. I gotta find out. So that's what Come really made me, me. Exactly. <laughs> and then I love me some heist. You guys, ask Whitney. I love me some heist movies. Like that heist she does. capers that she are like some of my favorite. Oh snap! Favorite he films. was Bishop. Yeah, dude. That's who he was. And these people don't remember. I don't remember either. Um, so it, it's great to see Omar C doing this, and I just love him. He's great. Um, but he plays the character Asien Diop, which is based off of um, who is inspired by a French uh, character novel. Uh, not, uh, not not a character novel. Oh my god, I'm so tongue tied today, y'all. Sorry. <laughs> a character from these famous novels in France um, called uh, Arsène Lupin. Mm-hmm. So Arsène Lupin is our equivalent of like Sherlock Holmes. America doesn't really have one of these characters. We just kind of take the English ones as our own. Mm. So like a Sherlock Holmes kind of character, um, anybody who you would call like a master of disguise, a, a burglar thief, extraordinaire, that kind of character, mm-hmm. um, that's the equivalent for them in France. So Arsène Lupin is like something that the French people have seen so many times, just like we've seen so many iterations of Sherlock Holmes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, except for Sherlock solves crimes, and then <laughs> our sin is kind of like committing crimes. <laughs> That's how I was like, uh, but it's just I just want to get to the point of like how notori- the notoriety of the character. Mm-hmm. It's a really really well known character that has so many iterations, like Sherlock Holmes has in English English literature. Sorry guys, our I've sin just is been like looking French. him up on IMDb to find him as Bishop. That is. A- yeah, he too. was. He played Bishop. Yep, yeah. and you didn't even know. People didn't notice it. Yeah. He was in there in the um, X Men movies. So, but that was the thing. That's the backstory. So, Arsene Lupin is the character that our main guy Asien Diop is inspired by because um, some injustice happens to his father. Mm-hmm. Um, should we? Okay, spoilers. Spoilers. You guys so know please that go this watch. This show Lupin. is chock full of spoilers. Please go watch Lupin yes. right now. Stop yeah. and just watch Lupin and then come back. His dad gets arrested for, like, um, stealing this, like... He gets framed, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's framed, but he gets arrested, arrested for stealing this necklace. What was the name of the necklace? Um, Collier de la Reine, which means the necklace of the queen. Yeah. So he gets framed for stealing this necklace from his employers because he's working as a driver for this um, rich family. Mm-hmm. And he goes to jail, and he's like, you know saying how he's innocent but one of his employer's wife convinces him to um plead guilty in order to get like a shorter sentence mm-hmm. and he does Which and they throw so the annoying. book at him yeah and since they throw the book at him he like supposedly kills himself in jail but that's not what happened that's not what happened to make sure the real thing doesn't come out the employer Pellegrini. Oh, God, I can't stand. Ugh. Oh, my God. He was, like, one of the worst, 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 like, characters. I like literally watching this season. You know, you're like, you know, there's like, there's villains, yeah. I'd be like, oh, he bad. But I really could not stand this guy. I don't know if it was because I was listening to him in French, but how he spoke to people and everything. He was just so short, curt, yeah. like, disrespectful. Well, honest, I couldn't stand him. Until he got peeled off, I actually disliked Leonard, was that his name? Leonard, mm-hmm. Leonard even more because he just had so he looked like such a villain. Yeah, he was like, I'm a killer. That's basically Leonard. Leonard yeah. was like, was a, like killer. a killer. That was just like, ah, yeah, yeah. Leonard was a henchman who ended up killing um Asien's uh father in jail. 
Um, so if you got, if you and imagine his friend that he met who didn't last very long, I was the, so uh, sad. The, the, the white lady, the yeah, journalist who was actually trying to take Pellegrini to, yeah. for long enough to become, to come back into herself and then so, get killed off. It was so messed up. But so you're talking about, well, what happened with Lupin is that, um, there was two parts. So this show premiered during the pandemic, which was another great thing for it because everyone was just watching so much stuff because mm. we're all stuck at home. I mean, I remember when it came out, I was just like, I binged it like two, three, two days. I was done like the first <laughs> part. And I was like, they have to do more. They can't end it here. I was like, how are you going to just give me like six episodes? <laughs> I was really having heart palpitations. I was like, where's the rest? <laughs> it can't end here. And they're like, I see him. We'll be back. Lupin will be back for part two. And I was like, yes. <laughs> and then it came around like, like this year. And I was like, part two. is right. I was so excited with me. I was so excited. <laughs> What about you? It was just like, it was really good. But like, I'm thinking about back to a part that really stood out for me in the second part where he's had a falling out with his ex-wife. Are they exes? That's an interesting thing. Let's talk about the characters in this. So, um, Asien, also (laughs) Lupin, he has, um, I want to say an ex-wife. Maybe she's an ex-wife because I remember he mentioned alimony in the subtitles. They did. Yeah, at so the beginning I wasn't of the first sure episode. if they were separated or if they were actually divorced. Yeah, so that's up in the air. But they were exes. They were childhood sweethearts, though. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he has his helper, his friend Benjamin, mm-hmm. who I really love. I really love his friend. Like I, like I him really too. love because he's just I down got, for the cause. I gotta say, like. Benjamin looked so like hot at the end. I mean, he was cute, but he was hot at the end with the whole like um, thing where he mm-hmm. like he slicked his hair back a little yeah, bit. I was the, like, oh, part two. Yeah. Like, I see you, Ben, and he and got really. Like, you can get it, Ben. Yeah, he was cute. The young version of him. So I liked him. He was cute. The young version too. Yeah. So the the great thing about this show is like each episode is like a, a he's trying to pull off a job, he's trying to pull off a, a caper or mm-hmm. a heist or, or steal something. So he's either trying to get in, break in somewhere, come out of something, or steal something, mm. or or like it's a mix. Of, every episode was so unique and interesting mm-hmm. that something was going on in that episode. Um, so he has a friend Benjamin who helps him, and the way they did the show is like they would back and they would do like um the flashbacks to the past where mm-hmm. he was younger, and then you see how he's developed and how he became so, um. So inspired by uh, the Lupin books, how he mm-hmm. kind of like came up obsessed with the Lupin books. He yeah. wanted to become Lupin. He really wanted Lupin, and he wanted to become. Um, he wanted to get back at who caused his father's death because mm-hmm. I think he feel he figured out what was going on, and he was like, "No, my dad doesn't steal." His father was like the most upright person to him. So for them to be I like, think he believed it for a little bit though, because remember when he found the letter, he was like, my "Oh father yeah, was that's not right, that's right, that's right." So I think he he believed that his father did do it for a while, because mm-hmm. it wasn't until he got like the he went back and looked at the that's note right, and he right. found it. Mm-hmm. So I think for a little while he was he might have believed it. It, it, it was very revenge to me. Did you ever watch that show? Revenge. Oh yeah. Yeah, it it felt like that to me. Like remember, she believed mm-hmm. for a while that her father was like a terrorist, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then it wasn't until later until she learned the truth. Yep, yeah, yep. And so, but they always flash back to the past, and they have the younger versions. Mm-hmm. I swear, me and my sister kept saying this: the child that plays his younger self, 
I'm like, they look so much alike. I was like, is this my sister's like, this has got to be one of his family members. And I was like, oh, I mean, he might just be another Senegalese African kid in France. I was like, I'm sure. But she's like, they got the same head shape, everything. <laughs> I look, and I was like, just leave it alone. That's the whole point. <laughs> but um, the kid did a great, all the younger actors did a great job. Yeah, too. everybody did a great job. Yeah, I really liked it. I really liked them. And then I liked that it was very quintessential French. The French have their own way of doing things, saying things talking and i just like seeing that in this whole little environment you know what i mean but the character of asian and how he developed into the lupinesque his lupinesque side it was just awesome to see you know because he would just change his clothes put on a he was just oh, it yeah. was so amazing and like where transformation which even his wife didn't know like where he actually mm-hmm. lived ex-wife sorry ex-wife did and son didn't know where he actually lived. Yeah. But, like, you see all these, like, different, like, costumes or, like, n- not costumes, but, like, you know, props, disguises and props. Gadgets. And, and I'm like, like he uniforms. just knew everything. Like, yeah. every time he pulled something, I was like, how did he do this? And I'm like, then you would see he knows how to use this gadget. You would see he knows how to fight. Then you would see he knows how to use this technology to do this and that, to change a, 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 a news clipping, to, like, forge some stuff together. It was just like, he just had so many skills. I was like, yo, this guy is amazing. <laughs> and he was like a one-man job. Like, well, no, he had helpers at times. But you, yeah, he was essentially ben, ben pulling was it off. His main, his main helper, yeah. Dude, yeah. Who knew everything about his life. So he knew like, everything. Change out. Make the fake jewels. He was mm-hmm. like the version of Mindy Colling from, mm-hmm. um, from mm-hmm. Ocean's 8. From Ocean's 8, yep, yeah. yep, yep. And then he also was like um, the fencer. Mm-hmm. So he was also, what's her name? Sarah Paulson's character. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm making all of the like connections back mm-hmm, to Ocean's mm-hmm. 8. Again, heist characters, <laughs> yes. heist people. He was the techie person. Well, no, Lupin did all the techie stuff himself. Yeah. Um, and then he put on the disguises as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, I just love how he transformed himself all the time. But, um, and it's like you wanted him to win all the time, even though he wasn't doing like the most like. He wasn't doing like great stuff, but his a goal was his goal. He was, was very good. Robin Robin Hood esque. Yes, see that's another character you can um uh, uh, liken the Arsène Lupin because he's like he's not like a, he steals, but he steals, but he's stealing with a purpose, like a noble purpose. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like he's trying to get back at some people who deserve to get get back. Okay, because mm. Pellegrini, I was so irritated. Well, sorry. The events of the series, he's stealing for a noble purpose. I get the feeling that he stole just to make a living <laughs> up till then. Because you remember when he was like trying to like woo, um, what's her name? Is it Anne? No, Anne? not Anne. You, are you talking about um, Juliet? Juliet? Okay. Is the Pellegrini's daughter. Yes. When he was like wooing Juliet mm-hmm. and he like steals her. So he's like, remember when we used to do this? Mm-hmm. So I get the feeling they used to do it just for fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he used to do it just for fun because he learned how to. And then, you know what's so interesting? It's like you saw in the second part a temp where he first was like, I'm going to be like Lupin. And it goes really badly. <laughs> so Claire is his uh, future ex-wife. baby mama, ex wife. Um, but in school, the, he just really liked her. And she wanted to play, she was a violinist, uh, yeah, violinist, and uh, somebody who was jealous of her or something broke her actual violin. Mm-hmm. And, of course, instruments are expensive. Um, so they went into the shop, she went to the shop to go get a new one, and she was like, she couldn't afford it. But he followed her, and then he came out, and he's like, well, let's just rent it. There's a sign right here that says you'll rent it. But because he was black, the the owner of the shop was like, no. 
we're not doing nothing. If I'm thinking if she had thought of it, maybe he would have done it. But because she was associated with him and he was mm-hmm. black, which I was like really irritated by, um, he it, they wouldn't he wouldn't let her even rent it. So she was just like, let's just leave, let's forget about it. But he was like, no, nah, this is my girl. I don't want her to lose her um her competition, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So he's like, I'm gonna go back and steal that violin <laughs> for her, and he did it too. But he got caught. <laughs> <laughs> And so it's just like the beginnings of his little transformation. It was like it was there. The seeds were there. He right. tried it. I like that they showed that he tried mm-hmm. it. He didn't. He didn't succeed. But he was like, we are gonna keep doing this though. You know what I also <laughs> like from like the flashbacks when they find the map of like those underground tunnels. Oh my gosh! And then after In they part escape, two. He, he actually gets vision to actually give it back to mm-hmm. the lady. Like like we promised. Yes, yes. Twenty yes. years later, here's that mm-hmm. thing. <laughs> and I was mad at that. I was like, oh my gosh, y'all didn't return that. <laughs> y'all didn't return the. Y'all map. couldn't have, like sketched like a copy or something. That's or what I'm saying. Make a copy. Photocopier, you had to like take the. They took the whole. They took that thing. They're like, no, we just gonna keep this. And he's like, yeah, give it back to her now. But I, you know, that episode that was like episode nine, right? That episode I love so much because mm-hmm. I love how this is going now to like, like the filming genius, those who edit, those who like do the cinematography, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. The cutting back and forth and the editing, where they matched up when the kids did the run mm-hmm. and when the adults them as adults did it mm. i was just like so back i just loved it because it almost like matched perfectly mm-hmm. and i was watching and i was like just on my edge of my seat i was like <laughs> i was like for the i'm not gonna lie i was so hyped with watching the end of lupon the second part i was just like my mom and my sister was like why are you making so much noise in the house <laughs> i was like you gotta watch lupon season two stop playing i'm clapping <laughs> <laughs> because it was just such great film. It was I was so entertained, excited, enthused. But that particular part where they're going through the tunnels, mm-hmm. I just thought it was so g- yeah. genius work. You know, I also really appreciated the fact that he was flawed yes. as a character. Yes, he wasn't I mean, a perfect father. Not everything. for the fact that he was um, a thief. That that wasn't presented as a flaw to me. Like it was just like some a means for him to like you know get by, make a mm-hmm. living, do all this stuff. But the fact that you found out through like the flashbacks that he was like having an affair with Juliet mm-hmm. while he was with Claire, it's mm-hmm. like, oh snap. Mm-hmm. And like all this stuff, and it's like, oh, well, this isn't good. But I really like, I got so afraid at the part where he had like convinced Juliet to like take her father down. Mm. And when she was waiting at that bridge, I thought he was going to leave her. Yeah. And Benjamin was like, I was like, that would be so cold. I was like, see, that would and, be so wrong because it wasn't her fault. Yeah. And that's the thing. You see him like, he's a burglar thief and he was using her to a, as a means to an end, but he wasn't heartless. Mm. And I like how in the end of season two, um, to me, I'm not going to lie, even though there was part one, part two, mm-hmm. I felt like this was all still one season. Well, I mean, they, they didn't just call decided... it season two. They did call it just part two. I know, but it seemed like a second season. But I would agree. I felt like all the episodes actually go together mm-hmm. to me. I would, I would say another season would be like whatever happens after mm-hmm. what happens in part two. Um, but uh, where, where was I going with that? Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I lost my chance to Um... Oh, man, I really lost my train of thought. After everything happened, uh, you were talking about, I think, um, after everything wrapped up. Oh, yeah. So, you know how Pellegrini was actually trying to steal from his daughters. Like, she yeah. was actually trying to do something good. And mm-hmm. she that's the thing. The daughter was actually trying to do something good. Mm-hmm. She was never doing anything bad. She didn't even realize what was going on mm-hmm. with her father and everything, how her father was basically a son of a you-know-what. Mm. 
the backside of a donkey. Anyway. <laughs> and he Thrice cursed really... son of a south said goat. Yes, yes. You know, I love it. Son of a biscuiting bulldog. Okay, no. <laughs> and he was literally trying to steal the majority of this money people were donating for her cost to oh help God, children yeah. and friends. It was like, I was what, like, 85% and she only gets Yes, and she only gets 15%. Like, Dude, you are just like... From your own daughter. Like, but then again, really? her mother did tell her, it's like... Your father's an ass. And he's like, yeah, it was like, was, he's like, you're either for him or against him. And it's like, it. and if you're against him, then it really doesn't matter who you are to him. Wow, it's terrible. Even she, that's why she had to, she's like, I'm done with you. I got my own little place on the side, I'm done with you. So, but I like that you would think a real burglar would be like, oh no, all that money is coming to me. Because he had a little guy, I'm not going to lie, that little guy, I I pretty much thought the little guy that came in, I thought he was just somebody that Pellegrini was, like one of the Pellegrini's people. I had people. my suspicions, this is very rare for me, my mom's usually really good at ascertaining these type of mm-hmm. things, like before they happen, but I rarely pick up in anything until they like reveal it but i'm like i had my suspicions about him when mm-hmm. he first came in i was like i wonder if he's like working with lupin um, i see and i didn't realize that because so, the way he came off he came off so ruthless but sometimes that could just be the french attitude because <laughs> <laughs> he just like the guy's like how old are you he's like my age doesn't matter I just get my stuff done for my clients. Are you down or not? You know what I mean? <laughs> That's basically how he, he behaved. And I was just like, okay. But then I, I couldn't place him. I was like, I don't know if he's just one of these like ruthless CD people that don't mind doing the bad stuff for, for rich people. Cause there are those characters who like, yeah. I get my money. I do whatever they ask. As long I long mean, as I get my money. That part very well. It's just, yes. that there was just something about the fact that he was like the, the timing of it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't because of the way he like portrayed himself. Cause I was like, he had that part down pat, but it was and just it the really timing. It wasn't until the end of that when they showed it, I was like, Oh, well damn. I really was thinking he and was on a really Pellegrini's time. Around, they like, did. The way that he looked in the library. Yeah, he was a full on goth. <laughs> 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 and then he turned himself a clean cut. He was cute too. Once he they cleaned cute. him up, he was cute. He was skinny really thing. But um, I like that that money. He was like, cause even Benjamin and that guy, I forgot his name, but Benjamin and the and the helper, they were both like, what are we gonna do with this money? Because the what they were doing, Pellegrini don't know that. Yeah, your money's not going to some offshore account in the Cayman Islands. Mm-hmm. No, it's coming to us. So they're like, what are we doing with the money? And then Lupin said, um, uh, let me say, let me say, Asien, Asien was like, no. We, all that money's gonna go to her organization. The kids shouldn't suffer because her, you know the that guy's evil. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, all that money is going into the organization. And I was like, see, that's that heart of gold thing right there. That's that you know he's not a killer. He's not so like a Robin Hood. He never thing. kills yeah. anybody really. Although that guy that took his son, he was like Leonard. He just threw him out of the window. <laughs> this okay. So the time. So part one and part two are separated by. An inciting incident, which was called the kidnapping of Asian's son, Raul. And he was like, oh, yeah, mess with my son. He's such a little cutie. He was a little cute. Yes, a little mop of hair. (laughs) He was so cute. But he was traumatized. And I don't blame the mom. I'm not going to lie. With Claire, I was kind of feeling some kind of way about her because I was like, you really just try to betray him to the police. And that's like, really? that's a, like another thing I really liked about the series is the way that they like, cause you know, since the central character 
is I sin? Mm-hmm. Then you know, you feel with him, you know, you feel with the protagonist. Mm-hmm. But then you're looking at it, so you're like, ah, how could you blah, 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 blah. He's his father. Mm-hmm. You can't separate his father. But then you're like, no, this is like messed up. Like, yeah. if it weren't for what he was doing, his her son would not, their son would not have been in danger. Yeah. And he's like still going to it. So like, as a mother, then that is the logical choice yeah. of what to do. And like, that's no. why you couldn't really fault Claire, even though I was like, Claire, you were working with Pellegrini right now. You And the, I wonder if she knows really the truth about what happened. That's my thing. I was like, I don't know if she knows. I don't think she knew until Benjamin told her, because remember she was asking him, um, about and what? he made, and that's when she went to Pellegrini. Oh, about, she, he told her the truth about everything. That's right. I think so, yeah. Because I was like, does she know? Yeah. Because I was like, if she knew how bad this thing was, like, she would never go to him. But at the same time, the mother like is always about protecting about her child. all that stuff as well, she might have been a little bit more aware of Juliet, too. Mm. <laughs> yeah, and so she's like, she knows he's dangerous. And I felt bad because it's like once for for women, once you like tread on their children, that's when the claws come out. She's like, you know what, do She's what you like, gotta do, oh but my no. son you oh, are no. not going to put him in danger. So she felt like she did like, what she had to that, do. I mean, but that's what a good mother would do. It she looks like a betrayal, like, but she yeah. was like I still love him. Maybe she's not in love with him anymore. Mm-hmm, I don't mm-hmm. know. But she was like, but no, this is my child and you are not going to put him in danger. Yeah. And so I, I, I agree. So that whole scene where um, Leonard, the henchman of Pellegrini, the villain, like kidnapped his son. Oh, man. That just started off some stuff. I was like, really on my like. I was like, like toes on that pins episode. and needles. Like I, yes. for, I mean, because you know how you watch like a show or a movie, and you're like, they're not gonna let anything happen to so and so. But now, like in the last like twenty years, that's that that's kind of out the window. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, they will kill off a main character. So like when the son, when Raul was in the uh, the trunk of the car, I was like, oh snap, Me they're too. gonna kill him. Oh I thought God! he was, you know, I thought he was a little, little burnt little thing. I thought he was just, I thought he was going to be dead. I thought he was like, they were going to kill him gonna off. I was like, dude, it really this looked is like so it. messed up. It really looked like it. Um, and that made me hate that. That's part of the, I guess that's part of the reason why Leonard was even more hateable to me yeah. than like even what's his name. Cause what's his name hardly got his like hands dirty. So you like, I mean, you hate him. But it's like Leonard was so like on screen hateable that he's just like ah. The you know what? Doing. I'm I'm on the opposite side. To me, I prefer the ones who get their hands dirty because at least you've seen them. They have the guts to do what they want to do. People like Pellegrini, where they just get people to do their bidding. Mm-hmm. I hate that because I'm like, you don't try to get your hands dirty, but you're the one doing all this evil stuff. I oh, hate no. that. Like I hate it. I, You're I worse to me. Yeah, I totally get that. It's mm-hmm. just that, like... That's just my take. My ire, like, my, like, fiery ire yeah. was, like, oh, very directed me too. at Leonard me because too. he was actually doing it. And you know that the worst person is Pellegrini, but just the fact that he was doing this, I'm like, it's a child! Mm-hmm. And at the very least, uh, Pellegrini was like, I just want him, you know, leave the kid alone. Yeah. And he was like, and Leonard's just like, mm, no, nah, I think I'm just going to throw him in this trunk and set him on fire. I know. That was terrible. I'm mean, so Leonard was like a really terrible villain. Um, there was so Which many, is why like... his bitch ass got taken out. <laughs> I just, you know what's so funny? I saw, I think I saw a clip or a comment and you know how um, Asian dealt with him. He was fighting with him and struggling with him. But the, the way, because Asian is so big compared mm-hmm. to, Le- to Leonard. Yeah. Um, I, I love that, by the way. It's hotness. <laughs> big black dude oh anyway but leonard like he just like the way he threw him out the window it was actually <laughs> comical because he's just like 
he's like, oh, he, he just got thrown out a window like a rag doll. It was hilarious. And he I was like, oh. He just got kicked in yo chest. You were talking all that good. It's just a little while ago. <laughs> I was like, did he just do that? And then I was like, he's dead. And then I was like, oh, he's not, though. How did he survive that? He's like a cockroach. Yes, seriously. Because I was like, he just got thrown out of a window. I know he broke some stuff, but he still popped up and was shooting Ghidorah and um, the um, one of the police officers that was um, actually a non-corrupt. Well, no, actually three. The three of them. Yeah, were non-corrupt, they were non-corrupt, but, but they were on his team. Yeah, Ghidorah. Ghidorah was the more prominent character because he's the one who figured out that yeah. Asian was like. Playing, like going by the book of like Lupin. Yeah, it's because he was also a fan of the mm-hmm. Arsene Lupin books. So I kind of like that that there were so many people in the story that were fans of the books. Like even his son, because he's it was like it was like passing on a legacy. Because uh, the way he got the book was because um, Asian's father was um, looking at the library, like mm-hmm. the book. You could tell he was somebody educated. Mm-hmm. But when immigrants come to other countries, it's like whatever. I'm not going into it, but. They're like, okay, you're just going to be this, you know? And uh, I'm not going to lie. There's a thing where sometimes the French look down on the French, the Francophone African peoples. It's a thing. It mm-hmm. really is. And it's still a thing, actually. Um, so they, that's why he didn't mind putting, pinning the thing on. He's like, he's like, nobody cares. You're just a black dude from another French African country. Nobody cares. And that's why he felt like he could do that to him. But you could tell his father was someone who's learned and, and, mm-hmm. and had intelligence and stuff and they just didn't see him that way because of how their prejudice uh towards black people and so he looked at the books he's like no my son needs one of these this is a good gift for him mm-hmm. reading some books so he picked one the wife let him pick the pick a book and the father gave it to him as a gift and he found it after his father died which was really sad mm-hmm. but then uh, you know uh, then Asian gets in you know so in- invested in this book transform his life but then he kind of passed it on to his son raul mm-hmm. so raul starts reading the books too so and then even the the guy they um they recruit to help um our young guy i, I guess we're gonna call him the helper so i can figure out what yeah, his name was because they i'm the so way sorry they i forgot his name is by finding people who were like specifically in the in the library looking, looking for the arsene lupon books, books and then he was like trying to steal one and they're like this is our guy and <laughs> <laughs> this is our guy because he's trying to steal one of the books and, and he so, was good too because he like his awareness of his yeah. surroundings he was like what do you want yeah and the funny thing was this Gidera, um police officer he kept saying that hey this guy is using these books but all the other police are like are you dumb like a book really get uh, get to work and figure out this case and he's like y'all not listening to me so he followed his instinct and then he was there when his son got kidnapped because he fought because they were going to a Arsene Lupin like convention I guess mm-hmm. And so I just thought it was great that they had, um, I was reading some interviews about this, um, just some articles mm-hmm. from the actors. And so when Omar C was, he was very involved in this. Mm-hmm. Funny thing is they had like a showrunner that was, um, showrunners are like the main head people that Creative produce the head. show. Mm-hmm. Um, and the showrunner is actually American or British actually, um, British. So English speaking, but the, he really wanted Omar C part of this project. And so in France, he says that I remember he was talking about this on on Jimmy Kimmel show. Omar C was saying how in France there's so much of Arsene Lupin has been done so many times. Everybody watched it before, mm-hmm. so he was involved in like how do we make this different? Mm-hmm. We're gonna do Arsene Lupin now, but how are we gonna make it different? So he liked that the character was influenced by the books, mm-hmm. not that the character was Lupin. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah, I like that. And I just thought that that was great how you have books. Um, and the characters and, you know, love of the books, fandom, mm-hmm. everything, 
inspiring people to be something different. Like, I just liked how the character was the person assumed the character on himself. Mm -hmm. And so I thought that was very interesting. And I liked how they did this little modern take. They're like, no, this is going to be modern day, Mm -hmm. but we're going to have him have the elements and the characteristics of this uh, literary character, but he's not going to be him. Yeah. He's still Arsene Diop, not Arsene Lupin. Mm -hmm. So I liked that little nugget. I just thought it was cool. And he was so dapper. Oh my! When he I was going dapper. in to like buy the yes, like, necklace, I love the dapperness. I was like, "Ooh, he is looking so yes." Fire. He has such confidence. Like, oh my god! I'm, like I said, Omar C Cut is very charming. I was like, "Oh my god, he can get it." That dark chocolate, I just like. Mm, it's my favorite. It's my favorite. <laughs> I know. I'm adding people to my list. <laughs> Who did I add? Like Ben Barnes was like the top. <laughs> I reggae jump all out the week before, <laughs> and then you like the still. Trevor and uh, Winston do what happened then? Like they 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 lower right now. This harem is starting to like get longer and longer. <laughs> Omar C is up there now. I love him. I just think he's just so charming. Oh my gosh, he is that yeah. smile that he just he just looks at he's like, uh-huh. you know, he got it. And I was just like, yes, I was rooting for him mm-hmm. all the time. But you know, one of the things I was I was again reading into this more mm-hmm. um, when they were talking about. How there is an element of racism that plays in with this. Yeah, that was interesting to me. I mean, obviously unpleasant, but it was mm-hmm. like seeing like uh, Le- um, Leonard mm-hmm. go into the place and everybody's like, he's like, can I use the phone? He's mm-hmm. like, you gotta buy something. And you can see like this, like, obviously like mm-hmm. rays of racism just like. Mm-hmm. And they're like, on. you gotta be a customer to use the phone. He's like, fine, I'll buy this drink. Now let me use a damn phone. And then our um then Asien came in to basically plead for help. He's yeah, like, he's yo, like, my, my son was just kidnapped, kidnapped by this black dude. Like... I know I'm the only other black dude that came up through here. <laughs> so I know y'all saw some, but nobody said nothing and again. I, I was just so like, mad. you sons of sons of sons of sons. Even with sons the violin sons. incident where the guy was like no, I'm not going to let you do this because you're racist. And he called him out. He's like, racist. And I like, that's how they say it in French. And I was like, this is ridiculous, you know? Mm-hmm. But um, what the showrunners and um, Omar was trying to point out was that how in the with the racism, they were saying how that kind of played into his favor with his changing of the characteristics because they just see him as another black man. Mm-hmm. So he was able to use that to his advantage, even though it's messed up. Mm-hmm. He was able to use that to his advantage to change his character. Cause they were like, they're, even though he was in plain sight, they weren't looking for him because mm-hmm. he's like, Oh, you're just some other black dude. Yeah. You know? Um, like at the end, the way he got out of that whole theater, with at like the, the end, with the locks, I was like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, dude, he just y'all, he just was there in front of y'all, and all he did was have a, a dread like wig, and y'all are like losing, y'all are like, where did he go? Where did he go? I'm like, he's right there, he's right there, <laughs> <laughs> the same build, everything. Y'all just gonna pretend, and they're like, yeah, because they don't see. He's like, oh, this is just some other black dude. Um, and so I know um Lupin, the character supposed to be a master of disguise anyway, mm-hmm. but that part kind of like hit to me because I was like, yeah. It kind of goes with how, like, they see black people as a, a nut. You're just another black person, you know, um, and how the whole we're a monolith thing, which I hate, really, I really hate that. Um, but Lupin uses it to his exa- um, his advantage, and he's able to get out of these situations and things because they don't expect him. Mm-hmm. I, was, you know? I I thought in um, part one that was a really clever thing he did with, like, the delivery thing. Oh, my gosh, yes. Those, like, the Yeah, let's <laughs> chat about all the ways he got out of things. <laughs> That one, the, the first episode, 
I remember I rewatched the first episode because he just played it so smooth, so cool. He changed his Wikipedia page to make himself look rich. They believe, like he, and you know what the funny thing is, they didn't. That's where you can see the racism part again because. They, like, searched him again. They didn't believe him. They're like, what's this black dude doing with money? Mm. Why is he... Like, they had to bring out the Wikipedia page to mm-hmm. be like, who is this? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, he, he he got $576 million. Oh, yeah, he can he can do... I was like, what is the deal? Can't he just be in there and be like, no, I have money. I'm going to also bet on this diamond necklace, too. Like, that part so, irritated to me. To be honest, that part I didn't immediately attribute to racism. Now, when he Prime was back... Prejudice, then? Now, when he brought him back, he was like, we didn't expect a bitter like you. That I attributed yeah. to racism, yeah. but not when he looked him up. Because I'm like, if someone's bidding on something this expensive, if they don't know them, mm. I assume that some of the people okay. he probably knew on site, Fair but enough. if they were a new bidder, Fair enough. that he probably looked them up to make sure they had the Yeah, money. but you're right. After the fact, when he went into the area to actually look at the necklace, that whole thing irritated me so bad. I was like, really? And then he was leaving... And they still were like, let's frisk him and search him. And the guy, like the guy who got roughed up, the guy who was basically the auctioner, mm-hmm. who was um, um, facilitating the thing, he was like, "No, what are you doing?" He got roughed up with me, and that was planned. But he mm-hmm. got roughed up with me. He's like, "What are you he doing?" Trying to stop him. <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Well, the necklace is gone now." So, you know, it was so, <laughs> it was so irritating to me because he's like, "I'm still gonna search him," and I was like, ah, "Being black, you know what I mean." <laughs> But I like that they didn't shy away from those things because it's still be very honest, prevalent in French society too. The just like here, to search him again, I did not attri- attribute that to racism to the cop. I attribute that to him being a good detective. Are you sure? Yeah, I think that was just him being like suspicious. Like something doesn't seem like they they tried to get away with this. Maybe they had an inside person. Okay. I yeah, for him, I don't think that was racism. I think you just that think was him. Being, um... I think that was his like spidey sense. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Because he was actually a good cop. Like, he mm-hmm. was, like, suspicious of, like, the right people. He was like, something's not quite right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And even, like, he had, like, his kind of, this is kind of weird about my boss. I mean, he didn't, like, he didn't, like, grasp onto the thought hard, yeah. like, what's his name did. Mm-hmm. But he, like, felt it. You could see he was like, this is weird. Yeah. So I think that was just him okay. using his cop senses and being okay. like. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Which brings me to another thing. The Freaking, what was his name? Dumont. Dan- Dumont. I was the, like, the you... dirty cop, the commissioner. Like right up, very close to Leonard was Dumont in my eyes. Because to be honest, for some reason, Agreed. all my ire, like less so. I mean, Pellegrini was awful, but just like watching in action, like my ire was so directed at Dumont. I was like, yes, son of a son of a. Yes, because I'm like, you're supposed to be a person upholding the law, and you're over here breaking it left and right for this one dude. Like, yes, come on, all this corruption. I'm like, Ugh. it was so terrible, and I was like, both of them. Oh my god, both of them got what they deserve, and I was like. Your comeuppance is coming That's with right. swiftness, and oh my god, they got him! I love the way he did everything. Oh my god, yeah, the way the, the way, way he, he kidnapped it. him, and they were like looking at this other place, and he had them inside the place where he took them the entire time. I was mm-hmm. like, dude, genius, mm-hmm, genius! Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they trying to frame him for that um, for Leonard's murder when another henchman came and killed Leonard, mm-hmm. and then and Pellegrini did that too. That bitch ass. Le- but Pellegrini did that too. But Pellegrini told his other dude, he's like. You know what? You kill him he's because like, he he's needs to a... pay for losing the son. And I was yeah, like, he's why? Like, he's, he's messed up too many times. I was like, that's what I'm saying. That's why Pellegrini was the worst to me because I'm like, even your he henchmen are doing what they're supposed to be doing, and you, How could you just be killing so people. Hot, yeah. 
Exactly. He was completely heartless. Uh, let's talk about the end episode. So, I just love the ending the mm. most. Like, I could not, I thought I couldn't love anything more, but that ending, he's so bold with his stuff. Like, <laughs> just the boldness, the audacity, you know, of what he does, but it culminated oh, yeah. in the last that. episode. He's like, I'm going to walk out on the stage like, Hey, y'all been looking for me. Here I am. I know. And I, I was so shocked by that. Cause I was like, I knew he's in the, in the shadows and you know, what's so funny when he had that nef to Pel- the nef, the knife to, <laughs> to Pellegrini's throat. I was like, mom, I was hoping my mom was watching with me. I was like, mom, now nah, he's recording this stuff. He wanted to make sure he got a confession out of it. And I was like, I didn't see any recording device, mm-hmm. but I was like, nah, I know my dude. He's recording it somehow of course, of and course. he's going to send it to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> and he got it. And I was like, I was like, Pellegrini's so dumb. That's why he was, that's why I'm saying he was so weak. You know, hiding behind I his don't power think he and money. Was dumb. I think he was weak, overconfident. Yeah, weak. <laughs> I mean, well, he yeah. He was hiding he's, behind he's his weak, power and his money. And he was overconfident because I, I mean, he got a lot done. So obviously he wasn't dumb because he had money. But he was like so overconfident. He was like, uh, I'm going to have this guy dead very soon. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and tell him. I know, and I was just like, why like, were you talking? To why use would you? the words of, like, from The Incredibles, whatever his name was, Syndrome. He was like, I feel like you caught me monologuing. <laughs> I feel like if he was a real G, he would just not, uh, like, admit any of that shit. He's like, no. No, I ain't, I ain't saying nothing. I don't care. Kill me then. I would have, like, really, I would have I loved for him to do that. But, of course, since he's a weak weakling who can't really fight or defend himself, he uses his money to, um, to do his work for him. Mm. Um, and his henchmen and everything. I just knew he was going to say, as soon as that knife hit his throat, I was like, yeah, he's going to sing like a canary. I knew it. Right. And then uh, he was up in the rafters. Uh, the, but my thing is, I did not expect him to come out and be like, I'm, I send you up. I'm just, because at that time, ASEAN was being hunted by the police for somebody else's yeah, murder. they had all the security up in there. Yes. Like, so it was much. terrible. I was like, y'all, Really? But he just came out there with boldness, and he was like, this is what's going on. Sorry, Julian. <laughs> Sorry, Julia, but this is the truth. I got, I was like, oh, my God, he did it. <laughs> on the stage, just you, like. I was not expecting him to come out just to say that mess in the open. I thought he was just going to flash it on the screen. But he just came out himself, and then the lights went down, and he was like, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> the fight scenes, the capers, even the little romances and everything. Yeah, which all made of it was so much I'm fun. Like, I kind of wonder now, because, like, now I'm not sure. Like, was he really interested in Juliet? I feel like... At the end. I mean, I know he was, like, before when he was having, like, the affair with her. But I'm like, is he actually interested in her? Or was she just a means to an end? Because I know, like, he had feelings for her before. But I'm like... And I know he, like, cared that she... Well, I think think it's like he liked both of them. But he chose... Claire mm. and I feel like Juliet uh, was feeling salty about that because she liked him from the beginning it was yeah. them at first but her father kept them separate yeah. so he had to be like you know what you you, you you know I was trying to have something with you mm. you left me hanging at the bridge I'm gonna move on to Claire so yeah. and then she even though they like apparently kept up the affair yeah for like years. yeah she kept coming back she but kept then coming I back. Wonder, she liked the though. chocolate <laughs> I do have to wonder though when he said I made the wrong choice I wonder if he really meant it though Mm, with the girls yeah maybe he may he might maybe because maybe juliet might have gone like been down for all his craziness i mean she obviously was she was like uh still the thing for me then <laughs> but i like claire i felt like claire was more grounded I, yeah and i felt I like claire like was not yeah. associated to the thing with their families would to me cause 
a conflict within the relationship because it's yeah, like it's just a lot she was unaware of everything, but he was so aware and he's been working on taking yeah. her, her father down. I just feel like it would present such like it's a, a issue. lot to overcome. Like your father killed my father. Yeah. Your father took everything from me and I'm going to get him whether you like it or not. And I'm going to use you to get it. So it's like, that's what he did. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just felt like them being together was not going to work. I just think he said it to just to, to get her to believe in him. You know? I mean, I think he may have meant it a little bit. Yes. Cause like looking at it, she, Claire was not going to be down for who he was overall. She loved him, but mm-hmm. like, she that dangerous side, that stuff. Yeah, she's she like, wasn't fully I can't, down with I can't be, I can't be down for that, and mm-hmm. that, that is just kind of part of who he is. I don't think any woman was going to be down for it, unless they made a character who I was mean, like him. Juliet seemed to be kind of down for it, <laughs> but she wasn't aware of all of the stuff he was doing. She wasn't aware of everything he was doing. She yeah, liked I mean, that he not, stole not the, the painting, but she knew like that. That's that's what he did, and I mean, you, I got, the, I got the feeling from the end of it when he like she might have been down with everything. She might have. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, I mean, know. now that they were older, I don't know how down she was like because this was fun. She mm-hmm. was like, but we're too old for that. Them now. Exactly. That's why but I was I, like. But I do. I feel like she was more okay with it than like Claire. Well, yeah, that part definitely more as a as a means. And I think because Claire is also a mother, she was like, I don't want anything dangerous happening to my son. Right, like, right, right. No, I don't want him involved in this kind of stuff. This is not stuff normal people are involved in. So I think because she's so grounded and down to earth, she's kept it real. And it was like, I really like that kind of like dive into Claire's like character when she was like seeing like the therapist or whatever. Mm -hmm. And she was like, well, you just said last week that he's your soulmate. Mm -hmm. She was like, and you just got the feeling that she was just like, yeah, he is. But it's not something I take joy in. Mm -hmm. Like it's like he is, but it's just like, it's something that's overall hurts mm-hmm. me rather mm-hmm. than mm-hmm. yeah and i was just like oh man the pain that's of difficult. love yeah the pain of love yep yep but um so here's going back to the end episode so he got away so <laughs> marvelously <laughs> it was perfect like i really thought because it seemed like all of france's police force was <laughs> just after him and i really thought he wasn't gonna get away and i was like how is he gonna get away from this so he ended up hopping in a boat and like just scooting down I forget the river that's in Paris. <laughs> is Sens? No. Sen? The Thames? I thought no. Sen. Oh, River Sen. Yes. Sorry. S I E N. S E I N. Okay. The River Sen. You're right. Um. So he ended up going down there, and then he meets his family, well, Claire and Raoul. Um. And then he's like, he says he loves them, mm-hmm. but he had to go away. Yeah. And I was just like, I'm not gonna lie. I felt some kind of way about that because I was just like, I understand he has to go away, but I was like, you just gonna leave your family though? Like, he's like, I, think- I don't know when I'm gonna be come on, I'm not gonna be around. But I'm like, but this is your son. He's like a kid still. I mean, like he's a teenager. You how are you just not gonna be in his life? Like, I, I think felt some kind of way like- about that. I think that honestly, he made the best choice because he had so much stuff going on that I think yeah, it would it the best thing for his family was. For him to be away. For him to be away from them. Because, because his son at, said, like, he's like, he my dad's my life. favorite person. And I was like, but he wants him around. You know what I mean? I mean, he's still a fugitive. 
to be honest. Well, so that's yeah. that's not really going to work out well. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. mean, he may have, maybe they're not like looking at him for murder, but he stole a lot of shit. <laughs> As in, you stole they don't a know lot of shit. Stuff. They don't know all his business. <laughs> you stole a lot of shit, dude. He did a lot of a lot of stuff, yeah. I just love the ease in which he did it. So, And I mean, they know about it now. They found, I mean, they probably have like evidence about some of the other shit he stole mm-hmm. because of Benjamin's shop. Since he had to leave, yeah. Because they know I they... wonder what's gonna happen to Ben too. Like, I okay. think he had to leave as well. Yeah. Okay. So let's project. What will be the next se- part three? What will be the next season's thing? Where could they go? Because I was thinking in my mind, I'm like, he can't stay in new... France. Yeah. Well, I'm I mean, Paris. Yeah. Can't stay I think in Paris. a new city. A new city with mm-hmm. a new set of issues, new things. Because I was like, now that the newspapers. Issue... I know, but I was like, now that the driving force, because she had a driving force for mm. all these things. Yeah. It's get the guy who killed my dad. It's payback. <laughs> and so I was just like, <laughs> I was just like, what is he going to, so now that everything's resolved, he got the guy who got his father. Mm-hmm. That's over now. What would convince him and motivate him to keep doing all this stuff and not try to live a regular normal mm. life? Well, I mean, he's never really lived. It, it does. It seems to me that he's never lived a I regular know, normal life. Like, I think that's the way he's always made his money was by stealing stuff. Like, yeah. I think from the time that he and Ben mm-hmm. <laughs> were young, that's like how they made their money. Mm. Like, they shut, set that operation up like a long time ago. Mm. I think that's b- how they both you know, made I didn't their think money. Think about it that way. That he's just. I just. I don't know why I assumed he got a job. <laughs> no, because remember she's like, so you have a job, and you saw like, like a real job, exactly. So that tells you, like, I think that he—that's just all he's ever done is really just he's stealing steal things stuff. and getting away with it. And he's a master burglar, mm-hmm. as they say. Yeah, because I like, would like to see all like, well, at least because you know Ben was saying like that's how they got the start of the shop was mm-hmm. from that one big piece that they stole mm-hmm. from that lady, mm-hmm. and then I think from there it just like snowballed snowball mm-hmm. but that was like the start of their their like initial investment <laughs> okay okay so here's what i would like to see i guess i would like to see like either maybe another person or maybe he gets hired to do a job because That's i imagine I like he gets hired to do some stuff because mm-hmm. it's like if he doesn't have any personal vendetta anymore mm-hmm. for you to keep up the show mm-hmm. you've got to have something pulling him so it's either like i hope they don't really fall into like let's get his family again i don't want that to be a motivating thing i don't think it would because i think that would be a little bit too tired yeah to do that i would imagine that they would have to i think they're gonna do like like uh, another flashback and have some other type of incident hmm. some other type of wrong that needs to be righted Hmm. not it doesn't doesn't necessarily have to be in his life maybe he's helping someone else like an old friend maybe okay that's okay that's interesting so we're speculating here um but i would like to see him in like another city Mm-hmm. I would still like to see like him able to maybe maybe see his his son again. I'm sure he Claire. will because he's still keeping an eye on them. He's I like, would like to I'll see a female one. Lupin, <laughs> like just his like his equal oh, rival. That would be cool. Where it's that like they both cool. pulling off a job, and that would be an interesting like little thing cool. to be in the news. I want to see the, like the helper like stay in there. Yeah, I liked him. Yeah, I thought he was yeah. like a little cute, like, the little guy. Cool. Yeah, that I feel be like, cool. and I also feel like since he's gotten a taste for it, it'll be hard to like just go back. He's like, 
Let's throw some more stuff. Dude. I know. I would be like, you need me? I'm there. And he's a very good actor. So he right. was, he was that really episode good. where they almost found Lupin in the little, um, the trunks. Mm. He really was like, you want to search these things? Come and do it. He was bold. I was like, hey, chill out. Cause the, <laughs> our guy is in one of these trunks, but he really convinced Dumont to like not look into it. Mm. And he's like, all right, right, right. I was like, man, he pulled that off well. Mm-hmm. Cause I would have been like, oh shit, it's up. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, okay, so let's rate the show. What do you give it, Whitney? I'm going to give it 10 glasses. Yay! You get the double 10 glasses from me, too. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. Bow, bow. We give Lupin 10 glasses. glasses. 10 nerdy, blurdy glasses, and I think it's uh, deserving. I mean, from the costumes, the set, the setting, the storyline... The capers, the everything, the characters, even the ones you hate. Yes, they do such a good job of making you it's hate them. It's all so good. It's so entertaining. Um, you will get sucked in, and I really, really think even if you like listen to us and you learned everything just now, <laughs> go watch it because just seeing it unfold is amazing. It is, especially that last, that ending episode. I was like, I was in awe. I was like, oh my gosh, this is so great. Exactly, and the fact, I, uh, and we didn't even mention the fact that he gets himself in jail. Yes, he gets, he, and not by being wow. arrested, he switches places with the guy who's in My jail God, and, and got out of jail, and, and then he got, got out of the out. handcuffs too. When they caught him, when his son, um, when he thought his son died, they caught him, and then he switched places with the police officer in, in the in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, I was like, how did he do? <laughs> it's amazing. You guys are gonna love the roller coaster yeah, yeah, of yeah. fun, and then just. Just, like, soak up and savor the charm that is Omar C. He's mm-hmm. just an amazing actor. And I honestly, I want to see more stuff from him, whether it's in English or not. I really want to see more stuff from him. And so that's our review of Lupin, you guys. Go yeah, watch it. Go watch it. Check it out. We recommend watching it in original French, but do you if you need the dubbing. Indeed. <laughs> All right. them subtitles up. Yeah. All right. All right. Blurry. We're going out, y'all. Out. Bye. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Please subscribe to our show on whatever podcast listening app you use and share the show with other blurred and non-blurred family and friends. And if you like this episode, please subscribe to our email newsletter at blurredtalkbw.ck.page and also rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts. Intro and outro music is Twilight by Caption. You can find them on SoundCloud, username Caption spelled C-A-P-S-H-U-N. Show notes by Ola Hansen, audio engineering by Whitney Booker. And don't forget to get social, you guys. You can email us at blurredtalkbw at gmail.com. And our social media handles on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok is at blurredtalkbw. And our YouTube channel is youtube.com slash at Blur Talk BW. And we've got our individual things going on too. You can find the Triple F Queen on Instagram at Triple F Queen B as in boy. And my YouTube channel is youtube.com slash at Triple F Queen B. And you can find me, Whitney, at Luminabi Studios, my company. And the email address is wit at luminabi.com, spelled W H I T at L U M E N A V I dot C O M. And you can also find me on Twitter at Luminabi Studios.